Hi, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, pack your playlist, set your sleep timers to 60 minutes or less, fasten, bastion your seatbelts, because it's time for the podcaster that drinks Brainbot's tears. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. And I want to thank all the wonderful response I've had with the 3500 Club idea. It's It's been huge. So all you that are out there listening, the one thing I need you to do tomorrow, set a reminder, pause the podcast, uh, text yourself, write it down, uh, join join one of these uh, uh, open, I don't know, the 3500 Club. And, and all that means is I'm just looking for people to join these 3500 Pockets of listeners that, that just over the past few days have kind of blown up. Uh, other people in the deep, dark night that the podcast has helped out because they do need your help a little bit. But, but you can choose how to help the show. So set a reminder tomorrow or when you get up tomorrow and you open your fridge, be like, Jesus, what's that giant pillow doing in my fridge? And you could put your pillow, your extra pillow in your fridge right now. Or change your ring. That was another one. But you'll see, what's that? Oh, yeah, you're going to join the 3500 Club. And that's why it says 3500 on the pillow. Now, Mr. Bard, what do you got on the 3500 Club? Join the 3500 Club. Any amount on Patreon really lifts Scooter up or help the show. In whatever way you can, you can Donate or use Amazon links Buy the things I sing about Cause it's your or show It's your or show Yeah, it's your, your show It won't happen without you so that's it i need you to help the show and we're getting we're like and then it can these asks can be shorter and shorter you got to get to 3500 patrons we're well on our way but if you want to support the show and patreon takes paypal stripe credit cards works everywhere sleep with me podcast.com slash patron you could use the amazon link at sleep with me podcast.com slash amazon Amazon UK or Amazon CA, where you can find your own special way to help the show and just spread the word and let other people know. Just you can do it in any creative way you can, because the best way to promote the show, like promotion by attraction, just say, geez, I like this podcast. It works for me. You know, however you choose is going to be huge. And I'll tell you what, and I'll tell you what, I got this idea last night from Kelsey and Nathan uh, up there in Canada, lovely Canadians, and they, and they, they d- d- donate money to the show via PayPal. It's another big way to support the show. But last night I got this idea from Kelsey and Nathan. And I tell you what, anyone out there, in anything that you do, you know, set your reminder tomorrow and let, let me know how you remembered. You could let me know by any way, social media, email, whatever. Uh, uh, skywriting would be really cool. But but let me know either how you remembered or what you did. You know, she said, I drew this doodle and put it up on a telephone pole about the podcast. Honestly, that would be huge. We, we grow the show one listener at a time. And we're, we're, that's our goal is to get to 100, to grow this wonderful thing, keep make 100,000 people a night but go to sleep. How sweet would that be? Uh, so just let me know. And I'll tell you what, what Kelsey and Nathan did was, hey, hit me up with a selfie. It was the most wonderful surprise. And, and I'm not big in... But I'll say, she's for you two, I'll take a selfie. 
send it to the Great White North, and it was just a random, random shot of brilliance on their part. So I'll let me know what you did. I'll send you a selfie of me saying thank you. I'll have to figure out how to do that, but but uh, you know, with them, I just did a thumbs up. But maybe I'll figure out some other way. And if you're already doing something to support the show, you know, you, you shoot me. Let me know about the selfie. But just say, hey, I did this, uh, or hey, this is how I remembered. And then you know, I'll shoot you a selfie. That could be fun. Or you could shoot me a selfie of you do, doing that thing, and maybe I could find a way to, you know, post that or whatever. But that's it. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm going to try to get these asks shorter and shorter as we build the momentum here, because it's really, really going good. And we just got to get the, the majority of the audience here involved, and we're doing that slowly by slowly. So I just need you to help tomorrow that's listening. Uh, if you've been sitting and saying, well, just, 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 please join us here. It, when could the deep dark night be brighter? Uh, honestly, thank you all, and let's get on to the show. Right, hey, you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that's here to put you to sleep. We do it a bedtime story. And all you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. And what perchance, uh, I like to say that every once in a while, what perchance is the rest uh, more? My, a Petruglio, that's my favorite faux Shakespearean character. Our buddy Petruglio. Petruglio side, uh, what I'm going to do is try to create a safe place. That's perchance, not even perchance, that's what I'm going to, I don't even know what perchance, to perchance a dream. I don't know. So let me go into, you know, I get to get right out of Shakespearean speak because I'm not good at it. Uh, what I'm going to do is create a safe place uh, where you can set aside whatever it is that's been keeping you up, whether you're thinking about stuff, feeling stuff, you got a change or a break in your routine, you're going through something, you know, noises, whatever it is, I'm going to try to distract you from that. And what I'm going to do is send my voice across the deep, dark night I'm going to use lulling, soothing, uh, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, uh, leisure, leisurely pace. Or I'm going to attempt a leisurely pace. If, if you knew what was going my, my internal existence is, there's nothing leisurely about me. This podcast, so I don't know, I'm able to, to find that leisurely place. And that's kind of what works. It's not just a... I don't know, this isn't just something I do. I, I don't know. I, I guess I, I hear this thing becoming like, uh, I don't, I can't, I can't even think of an example now. It's, it feels like that's like the name of a painting, like woman becoming, you know, sunset becoming. I don't know what it means, but, but this podcast making it, I think that even though it doesn't, it's that this is a little bit of a scooter becoming. Well, I guess that's, that's confusing. If you're new here, what, this is what I'm going to try to do is create a safe place, is send my voice across the deep, dark night. Those are the two things I think I actually communicated in the last two minutes. And I'm going to try to be your companion. I'm going to try to take your hand and, you know, take your mind off of stuff, but also escort you across the threshold from wake to sleep. 
And I don't know if I'm distracted. I don't. I don't know. Like, but but it, it, that's what I do here. I'm going to use a story story like techniques. Uh, tonight's our ongoing serial story. Uh, get Bissos. Uh, but some people, uh, some people fall asleep during the intro. Some people fall asleep at random moments. Some people go listen to the story, and some people listen all the way through. And part of it is, I say, I've been saying this every once in a while. This this podcast is not a sleep solution. Sleep solution. Uh, it's a, a kind of a sleep offering. Sleep offering becoming to talk about. It. And you see, is that that's not even good nonsensical? It's just confusing, but. I don't know if I ever talked about this art class. You know, I'm not, I'm, I'm a very messy person. I'm not skilled with uh, anything involving my hands, you know, long story, but, you know, and then anything involving glue or art or design, my mind just doesn't work that way. But I remember at some point, I liked my art teacher in high school. I had a great uh, affinity for her. You know, thinking about it, she was probably one of the few nuns I got along with. I think she was a nun. I think her name was Sister Joelle. Not positive about that. But she, she, she didn't, she didn't, she didn't seem to pay me any mind as far as that. I was messy. I wasn't much of an artist. But I loved naming paintings or naming. I, I love naming. I said I don't do like. Uh, so that's I guess where the less becoming's coming from. You know, the seed was planted back then. I didn't care if I had a decent piece of art as long as I had a different, a decent name for my cruddy piece of art. And it's not, it is judgmental, but it's just I'm not a a, a physical artist. Uh, it's, just, it's just a fact. I mean, unless you really want to dial it down, you say, well, you're sculpting sound waves, Scoots. And I'd say, oh, boy, who are you? I, I like I like your style. That's, uh, you, you, I'd never met you before. You must be in my brain, but... Yeah, I'm a sound wave sculptor, but uh, other than that, I guess I, I, I'm a creaky, you know, I do that on the creaky end of things. But I love naming uh, paintings or drawings, collages. I try to name, you know, it, it, but that's a personal thing. You really don't want, or other kids in my class, they didn't really want me naming their art. I mean, even though, to just be honest, they could have used it. I mean, no offense, but, uh, you know. Sailboat on a rainy day just ain't doing it, you know. Uh, I mean, if, if, if it was doing it, you you know, the art would have already done it for you. I mean, unless it's like uh, it has no sailboat or no rain, then it says, that, that's what I, you know, that's when I'd bust out sailboat on a rainy day. You know, it's a, so anyway, geez, I, I'm not, uh, there's no coalescing going on with this intro. Usually the intro starts to coalesce around some sort of uh, metaphor. But the metaphors are slow coming tonight. But basically, this is a podcast. If you're first few times here, I'm, I'm your boyfriend. And instead of naming paintings or rambling uh, incoherently, I'm going to try to ramble around a story. But you don't need to, oh, that was what I was saying, sleep offering before I got distracted. But yeah, so you don't really have to pay any strict attention. There's no active listening here. Couldn't even call it, I call it reflective listening. You know, just let my words bounce off your eardrums. You know, your mind can process things, but you say, well, geez, uh, yeah, he's, uh, 
He's not a, he's, he, he says he's a sculptor of something, sound waves, which technically we all are. But he is kind of good at coming up to that title, you know, whatever he called himself that he already forgot, a scooter, sound wave sculptor. I think it was a little bit better than that, but, uh, you know, I, I'm going to try to take your mind off. So, but the, the, what I mean when I say sleep offering is, you know, you, you, you don't have to fall asleep. You're under no pressure to listen to me, but you're also under no pressure to fall asleep. I'm going to be giving, giving it my best uh, to give you this little story and uh, called Get Bissos. We're in the middle of it. It'll be mildly humorous, mildly entertaining. It'll have some, you know, familiar, well, I don't know if there's any familiar, there's familiar elements. Uh, so if you can't sleep right away, you know, just listen, but no, hey, also you don't got to remember anything. And there won't be any super twists that you're like, oh boy, I can't believe I missed that yesterday. You know, because if there were still water coolers at work, one, if freaking any jobs would pay for freaking water. And two, you hung out at the water cooler at work. And three, you brought up Scooter and sleep with me. Um, you know, you, you, I'd appreciate it. It'd be great. Uh, but the, probably the most engaged look you get would be from the water cooler. You know, it'd say, glub, glub. you say, oh, you like Scooter, too, because the rest of your coworkers would say, hey, did you catch what Scooter was talking about last night? And most of them say, Scooter, you mean the Muppet, the Muppet Show? It's back on again. Great. Uh, what did Scooter do? And someone would say, who's Scooter? Is he the, uh, no, that's Fozzie. Okay, is he the one that paid? Nope, that's, uh, uh, I, I forgot his name. Rolf or Ralph? Rolf. And then someone else would be, is Miss Piggy and Kermit? I heard a Miss Piggy and Kermit broke up. And then someone would say, and you'd be wanting to, well, not that scooter, but that'd be okay. Just let it drop and protect you, you know, protect you. You don't got to, or if there was a fantasy world where everyone listened to my podcast and you said, hey, what was Scooter talking about last night? That would be a killer joke. Because uh, if everyone did listen to the podcast, they would crack up. They'd be like, ah, you know, no idea. Uh, a chewing gum on a Ferris wheel. No. Uh, jumping over puddles, man, no, he was talking about becoming, oh, it makes sense. Anyway, uh, back to the, uh, glub, glub, and you say, man, we, it's so nice we have a job with water, water cooler, glub, glub. So, hmm, I don't, I went on a tangent, water cooler tangent there. So, yeah, you don't have to listen to me, you don't have to remember but if you if you can't sleep, I'll be here. I'm your boyfriend, so I'm gonna be giving it my all to keep you company here in the deep dark night. Uh, but because this isn't a sleep solution, there's no shoulds. You know, just drift off whenever you can. Uh, if this is your first few times here, and and you've gotten this far and you're still on the fence, give it a couple of tries. But yeah, I do drive a certain. Uh, and it's, there's no shame in it. I drive people, a certain percentage of people nuts. I, you know, I get on their nerves. So if I get on your nerves, it, it, you know, I'd say give it a few tries. Cause, cause it, it, there is a, I do, you know, I also grow on people, you know, Hey, so what do you think? Yeah, get on your nerves now. I might grow on you later. So stick around, huh? Glub, glubity, glub. Like, see who doesn't love water cooler humor? Say that wait were those those were jokes? And you say well, Joe Joe jo, they were jokey. So 
Um, yeah, you can fall asleep whenever you want. You don't have to remember, but you know, I'll be here. That's my thing. I, I really want to keep you company here and help you fall asleep and drift off. But whenever, whenever it happens, you know, we don't, we don't need to force anything here because they get, I get, I'll be here for an hour total and you can always put it on or, or whatever. And, and, and to be honest, I've been working on this show, uh, now for a few years and now I'm trying to slow down because that's one thing I say, okay, remember to slow down a little bit even more. But, but I think the shows are, are slowly getting better and better. So I hope it helps you. And I know if this, if, if, if this is a skeptical thing, if you heard about this from somewhere. Uh, so I appreciate you giving it a try. I really hope it can help you fall asleep. Because yeah, that's what I desire. I, I yearn uh, to carry you off into dreamland. With my silly little stories, you know, my my glubity glubs and my glubita glub glub glubbers. I don't know what a glubiter is. or I mean, glubity glub. I, I can't get this. Uh, I think I, maybe I should partner up with a water cooler. And you say, hey, Sco- who's Sco- Scooter's, Scooter's got a co-host now? Yeah, water cooler. And they're also best friends. And you say, well, geez, who's the... Uh, you know, then you could make, think of all the jokes you guys could make, you know, about that. You'd say, well, only one of them has any personality. I mean, who, what would make the water cooler? Think about how that would be the happiest water cooler on earth, probably. Except for all the water coolers that are in cool places, like the one in uh, Muskie's office. Well, every water cooler at Tesla's probably pretty, you know, theme, well, theme parks might not be. Uh, White House, that would be probably a pretty good place to be a water cooler, too. So anyway, uh, that's it. I'm glad you're here. I appreciate you stopping by. And I really hope I can help you fall asleep. Thanks. All right, housekeeping. We're on web, www.sleepwithmepodcast.com. Older episodes can be found there. You can uh, comment on the website. You can email me feedback at sleepwithmepodcast.com. Uh, you can give me on Twitter at Dear Scooter or on Facebook at Sleep With Me Podcast. Uh, if you want to help out the show, support the show, go to sleepwithmepodcast.com slash patron. In order to keep making 12 shows uh, in the interim, we need to get to about 2,000 patrons by the end of June, and that'll start us on the path. That'll probably guarantee we can make, I don't know, but if you can support the show, for a few bucks a month to get value out of go to sleep with me podcast.com slash patron. I want to thank Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful who does the theme music and edited this episode. I want to thank Scotty and Jennifer on our honor on our artwork. I want to thank Jonathan Mann on our lullabies. Uh, there's a Facebook group for that uh, a lot of listeners this podcast. A couple of listeners started it, a lot of listeners hang out there. It's a real nice place. It's uh, sleepingwithpodcast.com slash nods, N-O-D-S. I want to thank our moderators, Alexandra, Laura, Lie to Lie, Jennifer B., Julie C., and I want to thank Latitude, F. Tacos Twice, who runs our subreddit. That's another nice place to hang out. And that is it. Let's get on to the show. All right, welcome to another episode of Get Best. So, so tell Richard Warren Sears and James Cash Pennies. Uh, originally season one, they were in purgatory. Uh, two retail titans escaped purgatory. 
because uh, Richard Warren was irritated with Jeff Bissos, founder of Amazon.com, who they felt ruined their retail empires. They headed to Earth to exact some sort of uh, unspecified vengeance on this Jeff. Uh, and after a lot of sleepy episodes, they actually kind of learned to work together, the three of them. And somehow, kind of forgetting now, it's a little vague, but they ended up in hell, H-E double uh, hockey six. Uh, somehow they had to save hell. The original hell was get, get, got uh, shut down, probably, I think due to their tampering. But they, don't worry, they got everybody out of there, just in case you were worried. You know, if that's at the top of your list, you say, oh, no, don't ruin that place. They, they, they fit your wish. So they moved everybody to place. They, they restarted it. They called it Hell 2.0. And this was at the end of season last season. Then interim, in between seasons, I don't know what you call that, but uh, they just said, hey, let's make this, let's really get this hell going so it helps the humans that are alive, which is a great idea, guys. And so their idea was to, you know, kind of use the guardian angel idea with these the hell residents, the hell the people that were serving time there, or whatever you want to call it. So they sent everybody out to pair up with a human being. End up that didn't work. It crashed, you know, details aren't important, but it crashed the human population. No one, nothing happened. They just, de they had to de-exist everybody. That was how they got, they fixed that. Also probably did some damage. If what we've done to the planet wasn't enough, that, that kind of, you know, Push, push that along faster. So the planet was in rough shape. Population had crashed, but hey, it worked out because there was this one uh, vestige of civilization. I'm guessing in a Mediterranean climate, I'm guessing somewhere, I'm thinking Central South America, but that's not, I'm not positive where the civilization is. Uh, the, the civilization over, now time speeds up here, over time, developed into this wonderful place, you know, the last uh, place on earth, probably, maybe. We don't, this is a limited story. And it ends up this place is a near utopia. Now, if you're running hell, you crash the human population. So that gets, and you emptied it out. And so, and then everyone that emptied out and those were all de-existed. So you can't get those people back. Uh, being de-existed is just like it sounds, you, you know. And then there's a near utopia. That means no one's coming in, you know, near utopia. As far as I could tell, say, well, geez, you're not getting, you're doing great. You know, that's a human, peak human, I guess. Uh, so then once again, uh, hell had problems if they didn't already, you know. And a cute word came down from the heaven now, or, or heavenly place. Now, also, if you're having any faith, uh, or you're saying, well, geez, which, uh, which belief system is this, Scoots? Uh, I say, hold on, let me, let me chuckle because I, I'm not sure. It's a fiction. It's a interfictional, interdenomination, interdenominal fictional. But just to, to, this is to apply to anything. The, the almighty spiritual being was on a sabbatical this whole time. So just in case you're getting a little like, wait a second, what? That's the answer. Like, go ahead, go ahead, take a second, think about your question. Okay. 
And then here's the answer, spiritual beings on uh, sabbatical. See, that answers your question, right? You say, well, it doesn't make any I said, yeah, it doesn't make any sense. And then so you get it, well, I don't know how long. Maybe that would help with your answer. And then if, see, if you're still insistent, say, well, when they get back, I'll ask them, I'll, I'll give them your question. But they're on sabbatical now, so I can't get it answered right this second. But so while the superior, supreme uh, all-being was on sabbatical, the, the ruling council of angels said, hey, let's just get rid of this hell. Then they realized, well, Jesus really looks bad because look at we cra- the humanity crashed. So more recently, they said, let's just get rid of this whole earth. I guess they got backups, you know. We're not the only game in, in town. I mean, in town, we're the only game. But, you know, just like uh, the smarter people say, there's all those other rocks out there. Some of them got life on it. Maybe, again, you know, put it in the post-sabbatical question box. Um, Where was I? So the angels, they said, let's just get rid of this whole earth situation, hell and, you know, the live stuff. We'll de-exist it, and then they'll just be like, sorry, uh, let's just call it God right now. Sorry, God, we pressed the wrong button there. Big mistake. Jenkins, you know, we got rid of Jenkins, so it was all on Jenkins. That's what they're hoping for, you know. So they they must have a little bit of human in them, too, or a little bit of scooter, which they do, and for, you know. But so, Jeff uh, Bezos, uh, Richard Warren Sears, James Cashman, they, they love humanity, and they've they gained a closeness with the the workers of hell. Uh, so as we catch up with the story, or try to catch up with it, they're doing their be- their darndest or their damnedest, I guess. If you would say, pardon the pun, if that's a pun, I don't know. Uh, to save hell and humanity, and also say, hey, let's see, can't we get any humans down here? What's going on with this utopia? Is it really a utopia, or is it a cover up? And so they sent Richard Warren Sears and James James Cashpenny to get in there and figure that out. So far, they haven't done a great job of that, or to like kind of do some sort of sabotage, you know, and say, you know, who doesn't love? Uh, I think that was what Richard Warren Sears. He had this play he's working on, and I think that's what he thought he'd get some propaganda going, just like in the movie uh, Pinocchio, and then everyone would lose their marbles a little bit. Uh, but it's to speak it's specific where we last left off. They had so Rich Warren Sears has this play he, he's working on, you know, trying to pitch a, a, a sin-based propaganda called a case for sin, I believe. Uh, James Cashman—he's trying to figure out uh, other solutions, but they, to buy time, they tried to lie to the angels and say that God's attending Richard Warren Sears's play. I don't know how that worked out. I think that's all. The, I mean, there's other specific stuff, but you're, you'll, you'll figure it out. You're an intelligent person. Uh, just kick back. Here's what. Here's here's the essential story components. Maybe I should do this. Uh, Richard Warren Sears, and James Cashman are best friends. Richard Warren Sears is kind of, uh, you know, he's he's one of these rich guys. Uh, James Cashpenny, he's a little more charismatic, but still kind of a detached rich guy. I'll tell you one thing. One of the two of them has a heart of gold. I don't know if both of them do. 
uh, Jeff Bissos comes across great, just in case anybody's listening, but, and I'm not kidding, uh, so far in both. He's a really, he, he's a relatable, so if you're looking for a relatable character, well, James, can, you know, look no further than this tale. Oh, boy. Oh, but I think I was doing essential story points. Right now, yeah, they got this, like, uh, this society, this utopia. They're trying to figure out, uh, like, a holiday. Because you either choose to be there or you don't. And they were working on that and lying to the angels, working on the play. Uh, did I tell you Richard Warren's here's James Cashman? They're best friends. And they're trying to fix everything. How about that? Let's get to another episode of Kip Essos. Hiya. Well, hello, everyone. This is your narrator again. Welcome to another episode of Kip Essos. I think that Podman just said that, but uh, glad to have you back here. And without much ado or buildup, we're back in a little place called uh, Help 2.0. And when we last left there, well, we're, we're back here in a, in a non-linear thing uh, where, you know, someone that wrote it, it wrote it in a way that they said, come on, just just do you, I guess this is supposed to be, a, I'm supposed to be a rising tide narrator, but I have a bit of, I can have a bit, a bit of a sort short fusion because poor, this poor pie guy, actually, he said, it really got mad because he said, I just, for one time, I wanted a narrator. that would just do straight narration. You know, no personalities injected into this, the narrative form. I don't know. And I said, you're using words you don't know the meaning of. And he said, that won't correct me in all this. And I said, well, I, I said, well, then write it that way, my friend. I, 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 just, I just narrate what unfolds in front of me. And what's unfolding in front of me now was is he he just peeked in here and glared at me. Uh, but what peeked in here just now, I mean, what we're, what we're peeking on is a little place called Hell 2.0. We had been there not long ago, and our buddy Skiffy, uh, Flagelas, aka Plate Glass, as they call him, had just shot up to heaven to a little heavenly nightclub. Did I just sound like Casey Kasem there when I said a little heavenly nightclub? Did you hear that, everybody? Maybe I can't. Maybe I can, because maybe the tide's rising for me. A little heavenly nightclub. Does anybody know? still know who Casey Kasem is? A little heavenly nightclub. Maybe I did. Maybe I just heard it that one time. But we were in a little heavenly nightclub. I uh, called a place... Uh, the Quiet Horror, I don't know what it was called, The Quiet Corner in Heaven or something. Or maybe it was called The Little Heavenly Nightclub. And uh, where we're in, and Flagelas went there with an invitation for his lovely Megaria, Megs, who's dating a brawny type angel. And it was an invitation to RW's play that said God was going to be in attendance. It was a plant. And he made a big show, and he invited her, and the angels got in all sorts of a tizzy. And then he got out and returned to Hell 2.0. But we don't see him now. We just see Jif. And Jif's, uh, like, scrubbing dirt, I guess, like, covering 
Like he's covering tracks or something. I don't know. We're at, we're at a distance. We're swooping in here. Oh, and they're running across a little plane. It is our buddy Plate Glass. He's, he's breathless. He's running towards Jeff. So let's get in there and see what's happening. What do you say? Oh, Jeff, Jeff, Jeff. It's me. Okay, come on, Skiffy. Calm down. Just take a few breaths. You're running there. Oh, Jeff, Jeff, I, I can't find... I, I forgot what you told me to do. Okay, Skiffy, I need you to go back. Remember I told you to hide. Oh, yes, Jeff, I... I well, I wanted to ask you, do you think Megaria is going to come? If, do you think the angels are coming? Well, I assume they're coming. I, I, I've thought about it a lot, and I think they're going to come here. And they're going to come looking for you, or they're watching us. But anyway, I need you to hide, and ideally they're not listening in right now. I don't know. They're not all powerful. That's what I always have to assume. And the fact that you made it back here kind of tells me that. So she was dating a brawny angel, you said, just like the... Did you have paper towels? Do you know what paper towels are? Oh, Jeff, remember you told me, why can't you get any paper towels? When I spilled the juice. Oh, yeah, the last lemonade in existence that you spilled. Oh, sorry, Jeff. Okay, well, anyway, you need to go hide. See, so I just wonder about these. So there's dates. This sounds very Roman. So the angels are dating impo former employees of hell. They, like, that doesn't seem... You know, I have... I had... At my company, I had very strict rules about uh, fr fraternizing... And I want people to be treated with dignity and respect, you know, but also I don't want any workplace distractions. Uh, but it's also impossible to stop. I guess it's impossible to stop even there. And uh, I mean, I guess I can't start to think about the but, but it, the meanings of all those things. But Ronnie Angels, I wonder if that, that'll probably be, a, I, don't, I guess I, I wish I could get up there and gather some data. And all the questions I've asked you, you've kind of always turned back to Megaria and your relationship. Uh, so, But the angels are coming. So what they need you to do, remember I told you to get into, remember that retention basin that we, remember we relocated all the sullen where you used to work? You're staring at me like you don't understand. Oh, I'm just thinking of Megs in the brawny. Okay, well, don't do you can think about that when you're hiding. Remember, the, so we had the retention basin. And what happened was once all the sullen, because that was uh, molten lead, you know, because all the sullen were in there. And once we emptied them out to go help out at Earth, which didn't, you know, so, the sullen were some, there's, but it, so the top of the, that retention basin is solid lead. But underneath the way it cooled, because all of them were under there, it's hollow under there. So I need you to go into that retention basin and just hide down there. And actually, I, I, that was that's one of my thinking places, where because because it's all lead, and it's just it's kind of like going into a cave, but it's not, and it's lead. And I don't think I'm just guessing. The Superman myth is some. I don't think Superman could see through lead. So just go and hide in there, okay? Okay, Jeff, I'll go there. And actually, you might even find something. You could pretend, I mean, that was where you used to skiff around. So maybe instead of skiffing, you could walk around or crawl around and pretend you're skiffing around with the sullen, even though there's no sullen in there, which you could pretend.
Okay, just go hide, please, because the angels could show up at any second. Okay, Jeff, I'll go hide. Thank you. Okay, so he's gone. Okay, so I think, okay, Jeff, time, it's game time, I guess. So I wonder what these angels, I wonder, I just love to know. I mean, I was afraid to ask him if he thinks Megaria and that angel are relating with each other. If that goes on. And I said, geez, who's in charge? They say, I think this council of angels. I just don't know if that's, you know, how they do all this stuff. Oh, here, they feel the air vibrating. They're coming. Maybe I should have. Uh, oh, wait, they, they, they ended up, what is that? Okay, they, they have do have wings. I wonder why they didn't fly in here. That would have been intimidating. They just kind of, they're walking across this plane towards me. There's the brawny man in the back. He's much bigger than these these other angels. And okay, that's a that's a that's a woman there. She's she's clearly in the lead. And then there's a man at her right and a woman at her left, and then the brawny man in back. So four angels. And if you know the truth of everything, so all you have to do is tell the truth as you, you the truth we. Oh, here they come. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hi. We got, hi, angels. How you doing? Uh, excuse us, Mr. Jeff. Where is Flagolas? Uh, Flagolas? Um, I haven't seen him for like two weeks. Uh, Flagolas, he's the one obsessed with skiffing, correct? Uh, yes, Mr. Jeff. Uh, what's your name? My name is Regina, Mr. Jeff. And we need to know where Flagolas is. Uh, look around and see if you can locate him. Uh, you can't just walk around here. This is uh, hell. No angels allowed, you know. Well, you're about to be shut down, Jif. Well, we, I mean, we may be shut down. Uh, but, but it is still, you know, just because, uh, you know, we're working on some new things. And I just can't have you walking around. This is my workplace. And you're just going to bust in here? I don't even know. What do you want with Flagolas? Uh, Mr. Flagolas made an unauthorized visit to heaven. And we have a feeling you have something to do with it, Mr. Bessos. Randy, why don't you talk to him? Hey, my name's Randy. Uh, Jif. Where's that guy, Flagolas? He says, he's coming around with this place stuff. Well, hi, Randy. Uh, you, you, I like that uh, flannel. Does it get chilly up there in heaven? Huh. It's funny. You're a funny guy. Well, no, I'm not being funny. I said you're wearing flannel in, in Earth. You know, I, was, I lived in the Pacific Northwest. Now, that's a flannel-friendly place. Have you been to the Pacific Northwest? Uh, this Jeff guy's got a lot of questions. What's Flagolas, I asked you? Uh... He, he he's around. I don't know. He, he's this is where he lives, but I don't see him. What do, what do you want me to tell you? I want you to tell me where he is. Okay. Well, I just told you I don't know. So any, anyway, could you? And what's that knit cap? Do you try to retain heat? Like what? What is your job in heaven? I'm interested to know, Randy. Like, could we sit down? Would you guys like uh, to sit down and hang out? 
we have some nice racks over here that we sit on. And we could sit down. We could, I could talk to you. Maybe Flagelas will come back. It's definitely possible because he wanders in and out all the time. Would that make you feel better if you stay for a little while and we could talk and, and, and just use time? Uh, I don't, you do a lot of talking, don't you? Well, I could talk to the other, to, uh, to Regina and uh, these other angels. Do you two speak? No. Okay. Do you have some sort of voice weaponry or something? You just glare. Okay. Yeah, Randy, you, we could all sit down. Okay, Jeff, uh, this is Regina. I think we should sit down and talk because I need some answers. Well, I'm just so confused too, Regina. So, so what is it you're looking for? He made an unauthorized visit to heaven, huh? Uh, don't play dumb with us, Jeff. Oh, don't worry, Randy. I won't play dumb with you. I don't think that would work at all. You just, uh, you'd brawny me right up, huh? Super, are you super absorbent, Randy? Is that why, uh, Megaria likes you so much? Uh, Jeff, how do you know uh, Megaria and Randy are in a relationship? Well, I just, uh, Flagelas cries a lot, you know. He's he's a crier. Have you met Flagelas yourself, uh, Regina? Uh, Flagelas made an unauthorized entry to heaven, and we're still trying to figure out how he got there and why he was there. Well, I could tell you why he's there. He's been trying to figure that out, uh, and there's a lot of stuff, you know, I'm human, I, and I'm not sure, you know, I've been down here so long, I don't know. Could you fill me in? Am I still a human? How many hundreds of years have I been here? But those are my things. I'm here to help you with flag, your flagellos problem, which you should tell me more about. But, uh, oh, he's been trying to get back to heaven forever because he misses his, once the Furies left... You know, they were, he was in love with Megaria, and I think she loved him. She didn't love nobody. Okay, Randy. So, he loved her, and she, does she love you, Randy? Nobody loves Randy. But she like, we, you know, we like spending time together. Okay, Randy, let me, how about me and Regina just talk, and you could just add asides, but I'm not going to respond. Is that Okay. I'm going to lean against this rock. That's great, Randy. You look great, by the way. Leaning against that rock, you look even better. So anyway, Regina, I mean, after the the Furies left, he was distraught. And, you know, he was big on skiffing. He was, he was one of these people that got lucky, I guess, with the whole hell situation because he had a job and he liked his job, and then when we relocated, he's been an essential part of our team, but he is quirky. He's a quirky guy. And so, and and they had some relationship. They had their ups and downs, of course. And how how was everything working out with that? I loved it. You know, we did have him singing here. It was nice. That was one of the things. So he was. we were also all crushed. Because it also, you know, even Medusa, she seemed to be, uh, like, in a better mood. Her snakes seemed to, I, I am positive, when she would sing, her snakes would purr. Oh, Mr. Bessos, you're right, they do purr. That is one of the things they're known for. Yeah, so he, so you're saying he he figured out a way into heaven. That's surprising, because he must have, uh, 
like I was saying, we've been here a while, but we still don't know, know there's like certain things we stumble upon down here. So maybe he found some sort of, I don't know, ephemeral. Is there such thing as an ephemeral pool that would go straight to heaven from here? Uh, we don't know, Mr. Bessos, but uh, yes, he came into heaven. He, he tried to uh, uh, talk to Megaria. He did talk to Megaria. He invited her to a play in a place called Bissos, the last vestige of uh, your, your people on earth. And then he, when we tried to apprehend him, he disappeared. Okay, wait, I'm confused. So he, so Skiffy, we call him Skiffy here, or plate glass, but Skiffy's a little bit better. So Skiffy went there, and he invited them to a play, because we don't have any play schedule. We're, we're pretty bare-bones team down here. And most employees are really going through a depression, you know, ever since we don't have any work. And we've learned we're going to lose our jobs. You know, even the giants are lethargic. They just lie around all day. And have you ever seen sad uh, horsemen, or however you uh, like to call them, or a cyclops? Have you seen Have you seen a cyclops cry before? Probably. You're an angel. Uh, but everyone, they, I mean, and plus the temperature here, that's all people do is lie around now. So in some sense, I can't discourage things like flagellosis, you know, because it keeps him motivated and I need some help. So he's one of the few motivated workers, this love affair. And even though you took it away, uh, he still has, I guess, some sense of something like hope, you know. So he's an essential part of my team. He's like actually the only member of my team. But play, we don't have any plays going unless... It's somehow sneaking by me. Uh, what What's the play about? What's the play in Bessos, uh, the, in the, the, the city Bessos? And it's being put on by James Cashpenny and Richard Warren Sears. It's called, uh, it's, I, I think it's about sin. A play about sin, huh? Man, that's interesting. And he said James wrote the play. I wonder... Uh, but Richard Warren, Richard R.W.'s in it or something or has something to do with it. Yeah, what's the problem with the play? Could she just go to the play with Skiffy? I don't know how he would get there and get back, but. Or aren't you going to get, aren't you going to de-exist us all? Uh, so it doesn't matter. Like those guys went there. I'll be honest with you. Those guys went to Bessos to kind of, we were going to make one last pitch to heaven or to the almighty or whatever and say, hey. Because we figured that was in a utopia, you know, that all our information we were getting here, you know, as, as you said, when you shut us down, you know, we don't have any uh, former human beings because of the survival state on Earth and then this utopia, no sinners, no hell is what you said. And then you said, well, we're going to get rid of everything because I think, was that because you're covering up because God's out of town? Mr. Bessos, I don't make all the decisions. I'm only on the council. So I'm not willing to say yes or no. But that's our current plan. Okay, so if you're going to get rid of it, what does it matter? Maybe you should just now let her go to the play. Are you going to wait till the play's over to de-exist everything? Or, and could you just de-exist me? I'd prefer not to be in a mirror prison, especially if it's with Richard Warren.
or near him. Like, what if we get caught in the same orbit? Both are mirror prisons. You said that couldn't happen. Um, and I definitely don't want to be in the same one, you know. But I don't understand why that's a problem for you. So he went to invite her to a play. Why Why are you here asking after him? Is that a... It doesn't seem like it would make a big difference at all. Uh, Mr. Mr. Bessos, it's because... Uh, it's because God's going to the play, man. Oh, thank you, Randy. Wait a second. God is going to the play. To the, to the play that Richard Warren... So is it James's play or Richard Warren's play? I wasn't clear on that. You didn't answer me, uh, Regina. Oh, uh, we're not sure, Mr. Bessos. It says Richard Warren Sears and uh, James Cashpenny is on there as well. Uh, but, uh, you know... We're not sure. But so, okay, so God's going to attend the play? Well, that would complicate your plans to de-exist Earth, I guess. That's not good for you. Well, Mr. Bessos, we have a feeling this is just all made up. That We we don't see why God would, uh, would go to a play from vacation and, you know, make it known. You know, at the very least, it would be undercover. Uh, but we find this all highly suspect. Highly suspect? Well, it just it seems, I mean, I guess it would be, your first question would be, okay, so play by Richard Warren Sears or James Cash Benny. That would give you, well, I guess at first grant glance, you'd say, well, it'd give you clarity. If it's Richard's R.W.'s play, they know you're laughing. You, you angels, even you quiet angels are laughing. But let me tell you, after your first impression, I'd say either way, that would make sense to me that God would go. Because if it's Richard, if Richard Warren Sears is putting on a play, you said it's about sin. What is it called? It's called A Case Against Sin. Uh, no, no, Randy. It's called uh, Sinners on Trial. No, no, it's Sins on Trial. No, Randy, it's Trial. Trials of the Sinner. Hey, we don't know. Something like that. Huh, so you say it's uh so it's a, so if RW was putting on the play, I mean, you think RW is doing some sort of insult to God and then God's going to show up there and uh, that would make sense a little bit. Uh, does God, because I don't know God, you know, uh, or is it almighty, I don't even know the, the terminology, but is it, was it, is it let's just use that God because it's easy. Can we agree on that term for right now? Yes, Mr. Bessos, who can? Well, I'd say, does God have a temper and a sense of humor? Oh, yes, Mr. Bessos. So I would say probably then God would be going to the play if Richard Warren was putting on, wouldn't you think? So, if God had heard about it. Oh, dear. And then if James Cash Penny's putting on a play about sin, it sounds like it could be spectacular, you know. And I'm sure, you know, James, how did James Cashpenny end up in purgatory anyway, or whatever, what did you call it? We're not at liberty to say, answer those questions, Mr. Bessos. Mr. Bessos, are you in communication with James Cashpenny and Richard Warren Sears? Uh, no, not with James Cashpenny or Richard Warren Sears, no. Or play class. I'm just here... Doing my best, I, I I'm still planning that they're going to save the day, and uncover a, a 
like a, a den of iniquity or whatever, a hidden reservoir of sinners, and that we'll all find a compromise. But I think this is a wrinkle. I did not expect, you know, you know, I, I do a lot with data and data. And I've been thinking, you know, there's not a lot here anymore. But I said, geez, what would, you know, I've been trying to figure out this whole near utopia. And we know you've been visiting the near utopia, Mr. Bezos. And that's another reason why we thought about getting rid of all humanity. Was it, so are you getting rid of all humanity? Do you have any other planets that are like humanity based? We're not, we're not answering those questions, Mr. Bezos. Wow, you are, are you like a legal, legal angel, legal eagles? Do, do you watch movies? There's a, Deborah Winger was in Legal Eagles once upon a time. No. What about the Melanie Griffith movie where she was a lawyer? You don't know? Okay. So, it looks like you do, but I was saying you have a wrinkle because what are you, how are you going to do this de-exist? Are you going to try to de-exist? What if God shows up and he says, geez, where'd earth go? It does suitcase or how does, I don't know. And this is just an agreed upon term, right? Because my processing is different than yours. Clearly you have an angel brain, but I would say maybe, uh, I mean, here's this thing you might have going for you. If it's Richard Warren's play, who knows? Maybe God will get so irritated that, boom, shuts the lights out on humanity, comes back here you know, before God returns to heaven, you know, de-exists everybody because of Richard Warren. You know, as long as James is really in, you know, because if James is there to say, shake hands or anything, that could be a problem for you. I mean, if you de-existed ahead of time, there's going to be a lot of questions. You were thinking, let me just, let me just, because I think a lot. So you were going to de-exist it and then God would return and you'd say, you just blame somebody or something. And then you say, well, sorry, God, this is total screw up on our ends. And some people would say, there'd be, you have fall people. Uh, picked out, right? Please tell me, is it Randy? Randy doesn't fall for anybody. Okay, Randy, don't worry about it, though. I mean, I could try to help you if you if you promise not to put me in a mirror prison. You know, I just don't like the idea of eternity floating through space. That's really, you know, I'm, a, I'm an introverted guy, but there's not really, I mean, I guess I could collect the data, but I'd be smushed between, you know, two pieces of glass or however you do it. And I guess Jin General Zod proved that's a bad idea. They made him so grouchy in the other two. So, I mean, maybe you should push back. But what do you think about reopening? Do, 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 you have, do you have any data sets that say if there are... You're saying there's no sinners in Bessos. Or, you know, oh, you're not at liberty. That's right. Thanks, Regina. Well, I mean, I could just, I think you should just, maybe you should hold off and see if this play, maybe send, I wouldn't send anybody to see the play because then God could catch you. I would just work, I could help you with an apology letter or an apology presentation. Say, hey, we're sorry. And you could blame me as long as it's not a mirror prison for the hell. This was all, I, I could take full response. I mean, we could blame Richard Warren, you know. Well, Mr. Bessos, I like how you're thinking. 
yeah, I mean, we could blame Richard Warren for some of it, and I could take some of the blame for listening to Richard Warren. I don't know if God would totally buy that, though. But, uh, hey, Regina, check out the, uh, there's a ground over there. There's writing appearing in it. Oh, no, that's not writing. That's just a, that's just a dust devil, we call them here. Uh, Mr. Bessos, what is going on there? There's writing appearing in that dirt. Oh, no, 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 that's dust devils. No, no, it's writing, man. It's saying, Dad, made contact. This is a, this is a message, Regina, from somewhere. I knew this gif was no good. Uh, Dad, make contact. R.W. is just like you said. Exclamation point, question mark, exclamation point, smiley face. What is this, some sort of uh, interdimensional telegraph? It's not, don't bother with the dust devil, man. Uh, yeah, it's, um, yeah, uh, everything's all set to, quote, catch, unquote, God, dot, dot, dot. People are even thinking angels are coming, exclamation point. War, dot, 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 question mark. You may have found a way to save us, dot. James is as good as you said, and he fell right into our trap, dot. God's next, dot, dot, dot. Malik. Oh, man, Regina, you know what this means? They're going to... What are you doing, Jif? Well, nothing. That's just a message from somebody. I, 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 this just happens. It's some... Jif, we know you, we know you returned to Bessos, and we know you, uh, you, you, you met someone, and they gave birth to a child named Malik. So what is your son saying? I think it's pretty clear, Regina. They're going to kidnap God and take God prisoner and start a war with us angels or something. I don't think that makes any sense, though. Oh, here comes, there's Flagolas, too, Jif. Jeez, you got two strikes against you. It's a good thing we're already putting you in a mirror prison. He's yelling, he's yelling. So, Jif, what is really happening? I don't think he needs to talk anymore, Regina. He's tricking you. It's simple. They can put on the play to trick God to going there, and they're going to catch God. That doesn't really make any sense, though. Uh, what would they do with How are they going to catch God? Well, God will do it. It's a test or something. I don't know. Well, then what, what should we do? We should go to war with these. We should go there. They're just like he said, war with the angels. I don't know. This is all so confusing. Well, I could help you. I, I don't think it's a war with... Oh, plate glass just dove right into the dirt. Hey, Jeff, I covered the note from Malik. So it's too it's too late for the plate glass. Uh, this is Megaria's boyfriend that you've already met. Oh, oh, oh. You're even taller than I remember. That's right, man. Okay, well, I don't know what to do. I, I, I think you... I think you... you Oh, dear. Well, I guess you, you don't... I don't think they're at war with you. I don't think they're taking God prisoner. I don't think... I think he's right. They couldn't do that. They could not do that. Regina, they may have already caught God, man. This is no good. 
Well, I, I think I think you're over it. Why don't you take plate glass and I, and we'll try to help you. Because I, think, I don't think we need a war. I think you're misinterpreting something here. Mr. Bessos, I think we may need your help. I, I, I need to return to heaven for, I don't know what to do. Well, that's what I'm saying. I, I can help you. I'm really good with data. Do you, what kind of data sets do you have up there? Because I could really, I could dig in. I could I could do a deep dive really fast. And I could try to come up with some, because I don't think war, I think that was a metaphorical word. I mean, Skiffy just fell into it. So it says, Lara, lol. So, no, let's just, let's just sit on it. Why don't we stay here? Oh, dear. I think... Let's just, we'll work something out, okay? Well, hey, everyone, this is the narrator here. Seems like a little a good time to take a break. Uh, it sounds like Jeff needs, everyone needs a thinking break. And it looks like things have gotten a little complicated. But we'll see what happens next. Let's take a little breaky-poo. And we'll be back next week with another episode of Get Best Sos. Thanks. I guess they're, they're, you're doing these new kind of crayons. They're called uh, per, personalized. You could like uh, name a crayon after somebody, like their favorite color. Uh, so I want to thank all these people that uh, uh, Jessica P, Elizabeth S. These these are the uh, PayPal crayon friend crayons. Uh, Casey B, Ava H. Harrison C, Denise J, Teresa H, Teresa R. These are all good crayons. It sounds great. Alistair K, Armand P, Jody R, Alex K. A lot of good crayons here. Elisa S, Rachel B, Emma R, Candace H, John M. What a bunch of great... Uh, Man, I love to draw with these crayons. Janet H, Michelle E, and Liberty J. And then some more over in this Patreon crayon club. Cameron D, Emily R, Carmen Crayon, that's a good one. Betsy F, Liberty T, David D, Jim M, KV, Lewin G. Catherine L, Fairless G, uh, David K, uh, Diana L, thanks. These are great, hey, man. What are they going to do with this with markers? Elaine S, Simone L, Becca P, Karen C, Rike, Oliver S. Uh, then we have a, a Twitter crayon collection here. I own Land the Rosa. I own Ran the Rosa. That's a complicated crayon. Illusionoid Nug crayons. Uh, Tongue May. Yeah, that's another good crayon. Soren N. That's a good one, too. Uh, Dystopian. That's a perfect crayon. Bob K. crayons. Elastic H. That's a good crayon, too. Gary, Echo, Echo, Textual, Gary, Becco, Texas, Beck, Audrey D. Cranes, Caroline S.'s birthday crayon, a human Kelly Cranes, best friends and Cranes. That's cool. They named their Cranes after each, you know, his friends. Allison, 
S to the W, thank you. These are good. Uh, Tanya, that's another good crane. Andrea G, uh, who's uh, saying to check out this Texas Miracle podcast, you better get on it. Uh, Jane L. Crane, that's a good one. There's a Phoenix Crane. Lee N., Photography Crane and Kindness Crane. Holy mackerel. Jelly Sock Crane. Amy W. Crane, uh, Romelu Crane, uh, so nice. Maisie Crane, that's another good one. Shout out to J.K. Scott H. Crane, uh, good old Debbie M. Crane, Akane Crane. These are good Crane. I mean, so kind. These are Crane's of kindness. Hello, Crane's, my old friends. Come to thanking you again. Uh, Kate L. Cran, uh, Jill R. to the M to the Cran, Kit S. Cran, Dawn M. Cran, Lynette N. Cran, uh, Sampler, Rose, and Brittany Crans, and uh, First Lady Michelle Obama Cran, uh, Christina Icy uh, Cran, uh, Billy, Billy the Bil- Bilbo Cran, uh, Vero the Cran, Ben M. Cran, 576875 Cran, Insomniac Dan the Cran, it's like my brother was Dan Dan the Mechanical Man, FDT, that's good, that's another good Cran name, and then what about this one, ZVA Cran, the Mountain, well, we don't know, you know, oh, it's solid, uh, the Mountain, uh, not the other Mountain, uh, Gabriella. Uh, D.G. Cran, Renata Cran, Ben B. the Cran, uh, Kim H. Cran, Warren S. Cran, a.k.a. the Agent Cooper Cran, Mary Beth the Cran was a robot, Jonathan and the uh, Truth in the uh, Songonauts Cran collection, Lisa L. M. Cran, Madison, her friend the Cran, our buddy Jed the Cran over at uh, Man Afraid. Yeah, Jenny P, she's got a salsa Cran. Caterpillar B, it's another good Cran. Gloriessa Puppy Cran. Kate L, lovely Cran. Uh, Amanda R, that's another great Cran. Wandering Cran. Hobie, the Otter Cran. Who, who, who could be nicer? Lisa S. to the P. Cran, Nadine the Cran, Brenda A. Cran, Marissa B. Cran, Jason S. the Cran that ran, uh, Daily Cup is Sweet, uh, Laura M. Cran, Sahil's Cran, Little Pink Ninja Cran. So I want to thank all the Crans and say goodnight. Thank you.